Well, hello again. Welcome back to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. And today I'm doing a... Oh, hello. Why are you barking? I'm trying to do a podcast. You're being very rude. Hush. Hush. There's nobody at the door. It's just me talking to the sink. Can you not bark, please? Thank you. Let's be quiet. Lay down. Lay down. She's very, very rambunctious. Uh Uh-uh. No. Every time I say the H-E-L-L-O word, she thinks that I'm talking to someone at the D-O-O-R. And if you guys can't spell that, ask your moms and dads what I just said. All right. So, like I was saying, today I'm going to do a double doozy. I'm going to do two chapters in one day. So I recorded chapter nine earlier today. And now that it's almost dinner time here in Greenbelt, Maryland, I am going to read chapter 10, which is the second chapter for the day. That way tomorrow, the 4th of July, I can take a day to rest and just be with my family and work on unpacking all of the boxes in my house. My couch arrived and my love seat arrived and I love them. They are super comfy and I am so tired of sitting on the floor. It hurts my back and my wings and my tail and my ankles and everything. Everything hurts. So I'm so glad to have cushy things to sit on. I never realized how much I appreciated a good couch. You'd be surprised. So um, earlier we read chapter nine, which was where Petra was learning to fly. She was learning to use her wings because Petra is a pegasus. Do you know what a pegasus is? A pegasus is a horse that has wings that can fly. And now we're about to read chapter 10, Howls in the Dark. And these are from the book Like a Spark by Lindsay Stanley. And if you are curious about where to get a copy of this book for yourself, please go to amazon.com and look up Like a Spark by Lindsay Stanley. And Lindsay is spelled L-Y-N-D-S-A-Y. S-T-A-N-L-E-Y, Lindsay Stanley. It looks like Lindsay instead of Lindsay, Lindsay, but it's it's spelled L-Y-N-D-S-A-Y. And without further ado, without a whole lot more jibber-jabber, because the last one I jibber-jabbered a whole bunch, I will go straight into the chapter. So here we go. Are you guys ready? I am. Chapter 10. Howls in the Dark. The full moon and sky sparkling with specks of stars lit the cool dark night. The gray wolves were camped just five minutes east of the herd of horses. Just like every other night in the pack, the hunting parties lay about enjoying the spoils of their success for the day. Gnaw, gnaw, ruff, ruff, sniff, sniff. Did you notice anything strange flying above today? Canyon asked another hunter wolf. You know, yeah, I did. It was some large bird or something. Aztec answered casually as he licked his bone with fervor. 
No dimwits. It was that girl, Petra. You know, the horse who has wings, Corsico interrupted the two less intelligent wolves. What a disappointment, he thought. Another less disappointing wolf approaching Corsico from behind. Corsico, sir! What is it? I'm just about to lie down for my evening bone, so this better be good. It was Corsico's second in command. Well, it is, sir. It's, it is. Your scout has spotted a strangely large bird in the western sky. It seems to always be flying over the horses. We have no, not determined its intentions. Oh, another report about Petra. Sit down, the wolf obeyed. Petra, you say? Yes, she is a horse who has wings, a member of a disgraced family in the herd who were once prominent. She's not a concern. With respect, how is she not a concern, sir? Won't she eat, see everything that we do now? She's just a girl, and a girl just playing around at, at that. She won't be in the sky for long, and even if she is, we stick to our plan. Corsico got up and walked down to the cave to approach the rest of the pack. How? Oh, oh! The pack returned his call and stood at attention in a circle. Yes, like that, Trinity. You're right. Aroo! Uh huh. Kind of like that, yeah. Are you going to be the wolf? You're being the wolf. Just don't be Corsica. Corsica is not a nice wolf. He's a mean wolf. You be a nice wolf. Okay. Okay. Can I read now? No, not quite yet. I think this is going to be the Trinity or the Tea Fairy and Trinity Storytime podcast, I think. Hey. No. There's nothing there. There's nothing at the D-O-O-R. No. Stop. You're distracting things. Uh Uh-uh. I gotta finish the chapter. Can you lay down? Can you lay down? Thank you. That's a good girl. What a good girl. She just wanted to share. Okay, back to the chapter. Ready? Pack. First, congratulations on our most recent victory over the horses. I promise you, we will see see more meat in the days to come. Every day, the horses get weaker due to the misguided orders of the old man, Duncan. There will be many more of us to overtake at the back of the herd. One by one, we will destroy them all. Sir, what about... Growl. I hear... See, yes, like that. Shh. Lay down. You're disturbing the the podcast. Or interrupting it. You're interrupting it. Lay down. So Corsico Corsico growls. And he says, No! Stop. Please. He says, If I hear one more word about that incipient girl Petra, I swear I will gnaw through your throat. Yelp! The wolf slowly backed away, back into its place in the circle. No girl, whether flying or running, will interfere with our plans. 
Now get some rest, wolves, for we will attack again soon. And that, my friends, is the end of chapter 10. And we got interrupted by a very barky girl today. I don't know if I told you the episode of what's been going on with Trinity Pele, the Newfoundland, but Trinity Newfoundland traveled all the way across country in a van with me. And she didn't really like the road trip. It kind of stressed her out. The first couple days, she was super stressed out. And then we gave her some medicine that the veterinarians gave us to give to her. And that kind of helped her to calm down a little bit. And then we got here and she was a little stressed down again because she was in a new place and we had already stopped at hotel rooms all the way across the plate, all the way across the country. So every time we would stop at a hotel room, she would think, oh, it's our new house. And then we would leave and she didn't want to get back in the truck and so, or the van. So we'd all have to like lift her into the van because she at some point decided that she would not go up the ramp into the van. So once we got here to the new house i decided that we just wouldn't put her in the van for a while we'd let her just kind of get used to the house and know that we're not leaving and so we've been going on nice walks around the neighborhood and she's found these things called squirrel friends that she just thinks are super cool she goes oh my god squirrel friend come here let me smell your fluffy butt and she barks at them and chases them up trees and there are all kinds of birds which she mistakes for the squirrels and like starts barking at them thinking that they're squirrels. It's pretty cute. It's fun to watch. Well, then about three days ago, she had this weird rash between her toes and I was kind of watching it and then it got really, really bad the next day. Like first it was just like a little rash, didn't seem that big of a deal. And then the next day, all of a sudden it was a big deal and her toes started swelling up and turning red and then by the third day it like had blood inside of it and was like purple and something burst and there was like blood being tracked on my white carpets in my house and I had to like sit and soak her foot in salt water and help it drain and we ended up at the vet with her yesterday and they pulled out something called a foxtail. And if you don't know what that is, it only grows in the, the uh, western and southwestern part of the country. So this is something that somehow dug into her while we were in California or traveled across with us and dug into her. But they don't even grow out here on the east coast. And we've left California over two weeks ago, two weeks and four days ago. And it took two weeks and a day for this little piece of grass that's like maybe I don't know not even an inch long or maybe a half an inch long no quarter of an inch long and mm, not very thick but it's pointy at one end and it kind of looks like a piece of wheat and it crawled up between her nail and the flesh of her paw and caused all of this havoc so the vet yesterday had to remove it and cut a little hole in order to get it out and in order to clean out the wound. And so I've been tending to her poor little paw all day for the past couple days now. And it's looking much better today. Much cleaner, a um, lot less swelling. Coloring is starting to go back to normal, but there's a hole in her paw about the size of the tip of my pinky finger. 
so I have to keep it really clean and she can't really be on her feet very much she needs to just kind of relax which is hard with kids and dogs when they're not feeling well to keep them like calm and laying down and not getting up and running around and doing stuff it's not easy for them and it's not easy for the the humans or the adults to help them behave themselves so it's been a trying couple of days and she's still very energetic and wants to go and see all her squirrel fans but she can't she can only go outside for little tiny walks and then she has to come back inside just enough to be able to do her business and take care of her bodily functions and then bring her back inside and make her rest and so i'm hoping by tomorrow the fourth of july that she'll have a little bit of independence haha and be able to go on a walk and see squirrel friends and whatever else is going on in our little community here there should be some fun things i know that there's fireworks tomorrow night i don't know if any of you guys are going to watch the fireworks wherever but i do pray and suggest and 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 hope that you guys will be super careful with fireworks because for a variety of reasons they are and can be very dangerous um i've known people that were holding fireworks when they lit them that hurt themselves very badly so don't do that um, I've known people that used fireworks in areas that were very hazardous to use them in and set fires So please don't do that And I also have known a lot of people who use fireworks and then leave the trash behind and don't pick it up And that's dangerous for animals and small children And it's just kind of gross and not very environmentally friendly and the fairies really don't like it So please if you go and do fireworks tomorrow Make sure you clean up after yourselves, that you use the fireworks safely, and that you use them in a safe location, a safe environment. Um, as far as dogs go, dogs hate fireworks. Um, animals in general do not like fireworks. The loud noises scare them, and small children probably are scared by the noises too if they're very small. So I would say for your little friends, um, with your animals keep them inside do not let them be in your yard like take them in the house and turn on some kind of noise like music or television in order to drown out the fireworks sounds and as far as your children go please put headphones on them or things that will save their hearing um, i think that they have these noise cancellation headphones that you can get for babies um, or earplugs for little kids if they're capable of keeping them in their ears and not pulling them out but um, being smart about using ear coverings and then I think masks too because inhaling all of that stuff that's in the fireworks is not good for your lungs so wearing your masks when you're out in the groups also being safe of COVID like keep your distance your six foot distance in crowds and wearing masks in crowds because there's probably going to be lots and lots of people and as we've noticed in this covid world sometimes people don't necessarily respect other people's boundaries and i think if they're really really mesmerized by fireworks they'll be even less likely to mm, behave themselves and respect boundaries so being on top of that being careful um, that way is important as well I really do hope that you guys have a wonderful 4th of July that you're able to go and celebrate with your families and um, 
I, I personally feel that Independence Day is a little bit of a challenging day to celebrate. There's a lot of people that still do not have what would be considered their independence, their freedoms, the same freedoms that um, we are trying to celebrate on Independence Day. And there's definitely, on an international basis, many people that don't have independence and freedom. And so it, it's hard to celebrate kind of in some ways for me. But it's also a day that I remember celebrating with my grandparents when I was a little girl. So, um, oh, my favorite part of it was that we would have we would always have my other grandparents over and we would have some of my friends over and we would go to the lake because um, my grandparents had like this little trailer down on a lake that was at this, uh, I don't know, it was like a camp of some sort up in Kalispell, Montana along Flathead Lake. And we would do fireworks down by the lake, which of scared of course scared the fish, which makes me sad, and would scare my poodle so bad that it would hide underneath the bed until the next day and wouldn't come out, which also made me sad. But the fireworks were still really pretty and really cool, and my grandfather wouldn't let me light them. He'd always make me stand back and the adults would light them so that nobody, none of the kids would get hurt. And we could see all the way across the lake, the big, big fireworks that were being put, done across the lake in this bigger town, which was kind of cool, uh, but from a distance, so they weren't so loud, which I really enjoyed. Sometimes we'd get to go out on the boat and watch the fireworks. Like my dad, my granddad had a little uh, fishing boat that had a little engine, little speedboat kind of thing for fishing with and we would go out on the boat and watch the fireworks, but that was very rare. And um, my grandmother always made a big deal about buying watermelon for the 4th of July, and we would have seed spitting contests to see who could spit seeds the furthest. And so that was a big deal for me and my friends as we'd all stand in a line and eat watermelon and then try to spit seeds as far as we could. It was kind of silly but it was a fun thing to do, and I remember it very fondly. Um, and then we would play in the lake on giant enter tubes from tractors, these gigantic, huge inner tubes, I guess is what they're called, not enter tubes, inner tubes. They're like the tube that's inside of a tractor tire, and they would take it out and blow it up, and you could fit like eight kids on it. It was super fun and jump off the docks and play in the water and collect rocks. There was so many beautiful rocks up in Montana and the lakes there. I loved it. And one of my favorite places to go on that lake was an island called Wild Horse Island. And there was literally wild horses that had crossed over the frozen lake at one point and gotten on the island and they could never get back off. And so they just lived there on the island and you could go, you could take a boat over and go and see the wild horses. And that was one of my favorite things as a kid was to go to Wild Horse Island. So with that, I'm wrapping up for the day. Enough stories and about stories and enough stories about Tea Fairy. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast this weekend. I hope that you have a wonderful day tomorrow and are able to celebrate with your families. Keep in mind that there are people that can't celebrate and are not celebrating and keep them in your thoughts 
and send them well wishes and i hope that this world becomes a better place in a way that we are all able to celebrate independence and freedom and things being a little bit more fair all right guys that's it for today um thanks for tuning in i hope that you have a good day thanks for always reading with me um, there will be links attached to this as far as where you can find the book, um, where you can find more about Tea Fairy Storytime, where you can find other stories um, like Tea Fairy and Friends Storytimes and Adventures on YouTube and Facebook, where you can find art by Tea Fairy. Um, what else? Instagram and where you can show support to tea fairy or contact tea fairy uh, regarding having your books read either on youtube facebook or the podcast all right guys happy july 3rd i will be reading with you again on the 5th thanks for letting me sit and read with you and tell you stories be well and blessings Bye.